early. Yo, what it do, folks? It's another episode of Early. We're back. 94, you know what I'm saying? First episode of the new year. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, hope everybody had a great uh, New Year's, um, whether you celebrated, whether, you know what I'm saying, reflected, whatever you did. Uh, hope you, you know what I'm saying, enjoyed it. Hope you had a good time. Hope those resolutions are in motion. Yeah, you yeah. To that. If you set that for yourself, hope you stick it to it. You know facts, facts. You know, you always hear the, uh, I, I, at least I do, I, I be hearing the statistics of like, oh, 98% of people like give up on their resolution right, right, after right, February right. or whatever the fuck it is. Shit, right? You know what I'm saying? The gyms, the gyms are packed. Yeah. yeah. Very packed. You know, I, I, I expect it for the next, you know, one to two weeks and then we'll see. You know what I'm saying? Did you come up with any kind of like resolution or anything like that? Oh, and, and I, I don't even mean resolution like resolution, no, no, I, but I, it's just I like anything that you're kind of wanting for yourself no, or no, focusing no. on. So, uh, it's just more so being very clear in terms of the goals that I set for myself. So mm-hmm. I didn't put any like time limit on myself, but you know, I've been venturing into the tech. I was able to end last year again, my cloud practitioner um, cert. So trying to um, take it month by month. So my goal with January is to learn this Python and Linux. My goal by the end of February is to get the uh, solutions architect cert. So kind of like, I'm just taking like on a month by month basis yeah, yeah. what I want to accomplish. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in terms of like but the resolution, there are goals yourself. that yeah. I actually want to set that are, I guess, different from previous goals that I've ever set for myself. So yeah. it is a little different. It does require me changing up a workflow, but I'm in this state where I'm looking forward to that. I am, yeah, like, yeah. I am embracing it. I would I, say. I, I, I know I'm in the little unknown zone. I, I love it. I hear that, bro. Um, I, I will say that for me, I haven't necessarily set like particular. I mean, no, I, I think I have set goals. For me, I'm, my focus is on, um, you know, tracking, you know, like keeping up with the progress and right. everything like that. Because I think just because, so um, like, yeah, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred um, percent. I think that was a real theme for me last year, too. You know, Definitely a lot of. Quarter. Yeah, a lot of a lot of these episodes when we're talking about like spreadsheets and data and all this type of shit, like I really started to lean into that in my life. You know what I'm saying? So businesses as well. You know what I'm saying? But also in my life, I've really started to just see, okay, how can I track stuff? Uh, Speaking of you know resolutions and stuff like that, um, shout out to my siblings. You know, we we started this kind of uh, (laughs) a spreadsheet of like our you know, we we all want to at least maintain some kind of like physical practice every day. So we kind of started this spreadsheet where we all track our you know workouts and whatever we're doing that's physical activity. Okay. Put it on there so that we all can see you know and, and keep up that consistency. Into of it, like calories burned. For, well, like it's, no, at this point, it's just it. activity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For but for me, because you know it's not it's never been a thing for me to do any kind of physical activity i'm taking yeah like me i'm taking it to the point of like okay i'm tracking what i'm doing for them to know but for me it's like it's a little bit more detailed for myself how long as well that you're doing um no yeah i got this app so shout out to this app called fitness builder um i've used a lot of apps for workout tracking and stuff like that this is by far the best one i've ever used you know what i'm saying um and i really fuck with it so i use that um, it helps give you workouts and then it also, but like 
unique workouts. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I I've been working out my whole life, and I've I've seen workouts on there and done. Are you? I've done workouts on there that I've never done before. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like so what I fuck with with um so yeah like right now I'm really just at a point where um I uh yeah so it's it's never been nothing for me to you know work out or anything like that so that's kind of where I am with my new year's resolution. I will say that I've also added to my workout plan. So, um, we talked a little bit, Oh, shout out to, you know, Porter made it. We got the interview with him coming on in a second, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, he was talking about like, you know, he does the mixed martial arts. I started doing like mixed martial arts training. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like maybe I think I started like a week ago. So, um, right now doing jujitsu. So, yeah, like we'll see where that goes. Yeah, but that's that's just go. incorporating, you know, trying yeah, to do new things, trying to yeah, 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 trying to incorporate my workouts and shit, like trying to incorporate new things into my workouts. Because like I said, it's never work. been, it's never, it's never been a thing for me to just get up and exercise, right. but to like stay interested, stay, you know what I'm saying, like challenge yourself in that type of way. Challenge yourself, you know what I'm saying. So that's that. Um, if you guys got New Year's resolutions out there, you know, let us know what it is. If you want us to keep you accountable, put it in the comments. You know what I'm saying, stuff like that. That's the key, y'all. Uh, that should be like the little uh, extra that's included with the resolution. Make sure you got some. You need something you to you got. You need something to keep you accountable. Whether that's an app, yeah, you can see your results, and that keeps you honest. Whether it's a circle around you, they have people that's gonna make sure that you know what I'm saying. You up and at it. Um, I think it is literally uh, a game changing factor, yeah. especially if you're like somebody that's trying to like cultivate this discipline within yourself. Accountability partner. Yeah, it's hella, it's hella important. Um, let's, uh, so yeah. we got, we got, yes. um, this fire interview with, uh, Porter made it, um, real quick, Brooke, you're, you know, you, you're the one that kind of put me on to Porter. Sure. Um, we had a great sure. conversation with him, but, uh, let people know, I guess, why you thought you, it was important for us to have him on. Hell yeah. So, uh, really very grateful that Porter, you know, stopped by and mm-hmm. had that episode with us. But yeah, man, like I seen that he's up to a lot of things. Like to me, um, very fond of people that are able to adapt when a lot of things are like their situation is forever changing or it's forever evolving right and being somebody that uh, loves streetwear grew up in streetwear um and even like with the gang like now about like a decade back like we had also had our own venture so like seeing people build up uh these apparel brands and things like that i really fuck with it especially when it starts to have like some sticking factor yeah like yo bro like this shit building this shit growing and um being able to have like uh multiple conversations with porter over these past couple of months and shit i've been able i've been really interested in terms like how he came from london how he's able to sow his seeds here because like his whole process yeah because when we talk about fashion bro we talk about saturation now saturation is in a lot of industries but Ain't nothing stopping somebody from buying some gilded tees, going to a little <laughs> screen, little kiosk in the yeah, mall, yeah. getting some screen printed, and there you go. You can yeah. sell it, get your website. So, um, in terms of like the entry to shit, it's very easy, but it, I think he's actually having an impact within the culture. And I love seeing shit bubbling. And yeah. where I feel like, yo, you about to take it over the top. Let's go ahead and, you know, see where you at right now. And yeah. I always like to play that game. Like, I love being a scout. Mm-hmm. I don't need uh, any type of metrics to validate the type of value or the game-changing things people are doing. The so talent like, that you see, 100%. whether like other people see it or not, is not the factor. It's like you see exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. And I, and, I, and I felt it would be valuable to a lot of people, you know, within our network or whoever, you know what I'm saying, is out there tuned in to just see how um, 
you take a, a brand and just build that shit up from scratch. Yeah, facts. All right, man. So let's go ahead. Without further ado, let's get into the interview with Porter. Uh, Porter made it on Instagram. Uh, yeah, really dope uh, creator. And uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, we got the guy Porter joining us early. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know my Instagram is Porter Made It, running around, doing, you know, really, really taking the streetwear industry by storm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying uh, to tell you, bro. Yeah. What I'm trying to tell you is really cool, bro. Like, Porter, first of all, just really glad to have you on the show. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely just met with him by just mutual friends, like via the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Just linking up, networking via that. Um, And then I kind of just, went deeper into it because like i always like to just see what like people are up to in the world you know what i'm saying like i really get inspired by people that um are entrenched in their craft whatever their craft may be likewise and uh like when i looked at your shit it it I was like yo bro it was I, I already resonated because i was like all right he's somebody that's within the fashion industry that's somebody that's um literally grew up within like a streetwear culture and i see the brand that you're pushing with porter made it and um from the product placement that you've been doing from the pop-ups and different locales and the fact that you've been able to transition literally like from one whole country to over here to actually be able to sow your seeds and actually have a real organic um i'd say like a like growth a like a community, yeah, community a following, sure. you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. that's now that you can you know arguably say it's global and i think that shit's very dope, but like we always like to get up into that shit. Like you know, it didn't just it ain't overnight. It didn't just happen like that. So we like to just see like you know how somebody got you know from one point to the next. So definitely want to say appreciate you for coming on the show and uh, just for everybody listening. Just you know what I'm saying, just let them know who you are. You know what I'm saying, and or what you up to into the world, and we gonna get into it. No doubt. Yeah. Well, I'm Porter, born and raised London, Tottenham. Um, come America when I was 18. Um, had a scholarship here, um, played soccer in college for like four years, went to a few different colleges and then yeah. um, ended up graduating in 2020 and then just pretty much just started to pursue like my craft right now, really, my creative endeavors. Very tough. That's very yeah. tough. Damn. All right. So like in the middle of like, so that I definitely want to take it back. So you're doing sports. Were you always into fashion while you were playing sports within like the high school? So. I also know, you know, you've definitely told me that you also doing um, like a lot of like mixed martial arts and jujitsu yeah. and things of that nature yeah. as well. So like yeah. your background, yeah, your background growing up, was that your focus um, or like simultaneously, like you always like flash shit, you always like get into the fashion type vibe, like it was just like hand in hand. So like um, it, for me, it was different because um, I've always been playing football. Obviously, we call it, um, you guys call it soccer over here, but like I've always been playing football like my whole life since I was little. And um, my older brothers, my older brothers and a few of his friends in his age group, um, there was a group called like Shoddy Crew. And that was like the earliest like um, remembrance of like um, my my intake of like, just like anybody doing anything creative, you know? Um, okay. They were making music. Um, they were you said the Shoddy Crew. Yeah, Shoddy Crew, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shoddy Crew, okay, okay. So, like, um, they were into music, they were into fashion and all of that. And um, from young, I saw that and I was just always interested in it. So like I had my older brothers, I would always like give me certain clothes that I didn't know what it was, you know, like I was going to school in like Montclair and like, I didn't know what it was back right. then, but I knew it was fly. 
But right, now yeah. I understand it. So when I go back and look back, I was like, damn, like, I was wearing that stuff when I was 15, due to my brothers, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, so right. it kind of like, it just caught on in it, like just like streetwear and stuff like that. I've just always been interested in it and stuff like that. As far as like um, mixed martial arts and stuff, um, I've got a friend here that lives in Houston. Um, he dates Manny and um, he does MMA. And um, pretty much I got into that like, through like even like meeting him and like me, me and him becoming friends, you know, um, just started training and stuff like that. And now it's just like a, it's just, it's, I mean, it's not a profession for me, but it's just something that I just do, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, just training and stuff like that yeah, from time to time. So yeah. That's fire. So when you said you, you came over here when you were eight years old. What, no, I came, where, I came here when I was 18. Sorry. 18. Oh, 18. 18. Yeah, I say 18. I just read. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad facts. Okay, but so let's 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 talk about you know what I'm saying growing up in London, you know what I'm saying? What was that like? Um seeing, you know, one part of the world and then at eight, 18 is a real transformative age, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. to come over here at 18, um, was, what was that like for you one growing up over there and then we'll talk about you know what I'm saying what it was like when you came over here. It was tough, man. Um growing up in London, especially with the area I come from, the Tottenham it's tough, man. Um, a lot of lessons. Um, I don't, I don't like, I don't regret like coming from where I come from. I feel like um, the particular area I'm from, it, it, it builds you to be a certain character in it. Um, I mean, London's a tough place, man. Um, it's very, very similar to New York in it. Like um, the infrastructure, like just how things are set up, you know, like how busy it is, you know, how small it is as well. And like how everybody's just connected and stuff like that. It's a it's a tough it's a tough place to grow up, and it definitely you definitely get some thick skin growing up in London for sure. Um, transitioning that coming to America was different. Um, came in when I was eighteen, had like a thousand dollars, two suitcases, and a dream, and that was it. And then like my sister <laughs> and mom just sent me over, you right. know. And then um, that was really it, man. And then I had like my my sisters like sending me money every single month and stuff like that, um, funding like certain things. And it was just tough because it's like I had to learn, I had to grow up really fast. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, right. house, house, cool. I'm, I'm like 17, 18 at the time. House, well, I just turned 18 at the time. So I'm like, house, cool, I got a house now. What do I do? Um, right. I mean, there were so much things that I, I had to learn in that whole year that was so hard. Like, it, it was it was like a total, um, it was a shock, man. I remember the first day I landed in America, I cried, bro, because I, I came here and the roads were so big and I realized I ain't got no family here. So I was like, Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is me. What, what yes. did you come here for? Yeah. Like, what did you come here to do? For the soccer, so I, right? You was, yeah, yeah. I came here on a scholarship. Okay, okay. I came here on a scholarship, and obviously my degree focusing on my degree as well. And then, like, when I came here, I was just like, I was in St. Louis at the time, and I was just like, man, like, it was so hot. I've never been in a place like that hot before. It was like steaming <laughs> hot. Come off. Yeah, definitely yeah. different switch up for sure. Yeah. Man, I was at the airport. <laughs> I come outside the airport. I looked at the road, and that's when it kicked in. It kicked in that yo, I'm here and I'm alone. You're right. somewhere different. Right. Yeah, that was different. And then things started to like simmer down when I met um two of my my my, my roommates at the time, innit? My um good friends right now, my boy Dion, he's from East London. I didn't even know I was gonna meet him out here. It was so so that was like a savor itself, you know, just having oh, somebody, that's dope. Yeah, somebody. So you knew him from back home. It, like, bro, I, I didn't know him. We just met each other. Oh, you, you, you didn't know him from back home. Didn't know him from back but home, it's cool man. to meet somebody from resonate. where you're from, he though. Know, like, he know yeah. what you referred to exactly. Like that. Like, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mad. Yeah. So he was there, and then my boy Chief from Kansas City. So it was us three in a house and like three bedroom house. Now we're just we're just chilling. Like we just got our, our own house. 
and we're all young. We don't even know what to do with the house at the time. Like we're like, yeah, no, right, like, right, right. Get, like we don't even know what to get. Like certain like it was mad, and that's when I realized how much like my parents had an impact on my life because there was so much things I didn't have to think about. Yeah. Right. Now when I was alone, I was like, yo, I have to think about certain things. I have to like plan my money right, and it was just it was yeah, a lot. Right. So it like was when you young, you just wake up and you know I'm gonna go yeah. get some cereal. The cereal in the pantry, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's, yeah, there's you know toilet saying? paper like, in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? saying? It's yeah. already there. You already know. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Like little things. Yeah. Like, like, like oh, I gotta buy shit. everything. Right. <laughs> right. Like little things that used to get me was like having like cereal in the house, having little things like butter, having certain things yeah. to cook, <laughs> <laughs> like, like oil, so, like, like, like salt. Yeah. Like you can't cook none without salt, bro. Exactly. Like that, exactly. bro. But you don't think, you don't, you don't be in the grocery salt. store thinking to buy yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah. and you gotta drive all the way to Walmart, get the salt cup out here, it was mad, it was mad. That's and at the true. time when I first came here, um, our phones that we had, it wasn't unlocked in America. So I'm telling you, the oh, first yeah. year we had in America, that was probably the best and the worst year because it was so hard but playing football me being doing my creative endeavors and stuff like that that's what kept it alive so it just kind of like balanced things out you know yeah, yeah so like when you came like so you came off the soccer so how was that experience because as you see it now like i know that's you know a passion of yours but you kind of transitioned out of like i guess yeah. Did you have aspirations to play professionally, or yeah, were you somebody that was trying to leverage your soccer experience and be like, "I'm trying to get into some other place"? I did. Um, I, I did have hopes for playing it professionally. Um, there's a lot of stipulations when it comes to USA and like even like like visas and things that I would rather not talk about on the show. But yeah, there's a lot of like, and all, right. yeah, there's a lot of right. stuff like that goes on behind that. But yeah, I had, I had inspirations of playing pro. Um, I wouldn't say it died down. I just, I felt like um, as time went on in America, my creative endeavors just like, I just fell in love with it a bit more. That's yeah. what I, your, that's your, what focus I'm shifted. About. your focus shifted. Yeah, my focus kind of shifted, right. which I, I never thought, like, if you like ask any of my friends growing up and that, like, I never thought, like, that shift from that. Because I, I mean, I love football, like, heart and heart, but like, being creative was just, that was just, I don't know, it was like a, it was like a different thing. For me yeah i get it and it, it, it's so different. like and that's interesting because it's like it's not even a necessarily a give up thing it's like yo bro like i'm willing to put something to the that's side hard. for something yeah. i actually want to give my time towards yeah. like yeah. and it's like yeah maybe like i could try balance but nah i want to give a all 100 into this right. you know what i'm saying it's like i might i've dedicated a large portion of my life to this one thing right here and this kind of gave me a lot of lessons that even apply to my own life so it's like you know what i'm about to just parlay this into what I'm trying to do with now, I guess, with the fashion, and it's like right. I'm gonna have no regrets doing this shit. Yeah, I don't, and I don't. Till now, I don't have no regrets, man. Um, I feel like you can do anything you put your mind to. I feel like the things that I've I've been able to achieve um, with my craft right now, I feel like if I put that same focus into football, I no doubt it would have made it pro. Yeah, but my focus probably when I look back on it. It probably I look at I look at things and I'm like, was I good? Was I good enough? Was I not good enough? No, I was definitely good enough for sure, more yeah, than good enough. Right. Was my focus there though? That's a completely different story. Yeah, I feel like right. when you're doing anything that's like you're trying to be great at anything, your focus has to be there. You gotta be in it. Like you have to have like like you've got to be in it to win it, man. You, you know, right, for sure. And I don't feel like it was that that for football, it was like a kind of thing like I loved it, but you know, maybe I didn't like the discipline of it. I don't know. It was certain things that just it was just, you know. You know, but 
Yeah. No, I, 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 re- I definitely resonate with what you're saying. And I feel like um, when I'm hearing when I'm hearing your story, you definitely had I, I feel like you would have been successful at whatever you put your hand in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because the way that you're kind of popping off with with um, like the clothing and everything like that, it's it. That's where you put your focus. So that's why it's popping off for you. And I kind of want to get into how that. How, like how that transition into fashion, like really, like what it looked like when you were so, when uh, you were first starting off. You know what I'm saying? Before you got to, you know, the Porter made it that we see. You know what yeah. I'm saying? What did that transition look like um, starting off? You know what I'm saying? Starting off, um, the earliest days I can remember, yeah, would be me in college, right, um, in London. So I was about like 16, 17 them times, and um, I used to always like be like customizing shoes. And that was like, well, before that, actually, I used to like any any company. shoe that you had, or was there a silhouette like you want some Air Force Ones or like, yeah, or it was so just I'll anything you've got, One. you're just going crazy. Yeah, I'll get Air Force Ones and I'll just do some okay. crazy stuff to it. Like, I used to do dip dyes to certain things, and um, it used to just go viral on the internet. And I was just like, man, like, this is not enough, like, I want more in it. So, right. um, when I, but when I look back on the earliest days, though, it probably was when it was probably before college was when I, when I was in school. I was making clothes for myself. Like um, there was a time where my school changed like uniforms in it. So like we used to have like we used to have to wear like a sweatshirt and like a polo co- um, collar sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Then we changed to like a blazer and a shirt. That blazer was so baggy. I used to go to school like what? I ain't going to come into school like this. So I just went, got right. my stuff tailored. You know what I'm saying? I sat down, learned how to tailor my stuff and all of that. Done that at home. Like yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, then, that's lit. I came to school like. Like literally slim fit, and I used to get clowned for it. Like people used to look at me, like, oh, "You got man, some, man, you this got some, shit fit." Yeah, you got some stuff like. And in my school, though, like, I used to wear like I used to be like the guy that used to be like, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna start this skinny trend." Like that was back then when I used right, to right, like, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start this skinny trend, and anybody that goes back would will, will let you know if they would if you was to ask them, they will let you know. They'll tell you, man, like. When I started that, people used to be like, oh, your, your jeans are too tight or your, your pants are too tight. But I thought it was fine, so I didn't care what anybody had to yeah, say. Right, yeah. right. But the same guys that thought that was, that, that was tight, they're doing that now. So it's of like, course, of course, because that was the global just, trend. Like, the same guys, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, but, but so those were my earliest days. And then like it transitioned from that, me making like custom sneakers. Because by the time we got to like 16, 17, that's when a lot of things started to change in my life, innit? like friends, um, people that I used like people that I grew up with, people like went to like different paths in it. I mean, some people were on the street, some people were just like doing whatever they're doing to get money. And right. I, I had all the brothers that were doing that, you know what I'm saying? And I obviously I ro- I watched the repercussion of what they were getting into, like in jail, right. you know? And I just, I just didn't want my mom to go through that again with me, her third son in it. So I was right. like, nah, like I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna do something legit in it and try to make something out of nothing man and then right much it was just yeah it was just that started customizing yeah. shoes just to get money like customizing shoes making money in college whoop-de-whoop because i never had a job at college i just used to make money from customizing shoes and that and then they went from that it started to blow up places and then i've done like a pop-up shop in london it just grew and then after that i just transitioned into so it was a pop you had a pop-up off the air force off the air force ones you had yeah, a yeah you did a pop-up so like me and a, and a friend merez we did a pop-up shop in 20 I believe 2018 where um, this is a funny story actually um of how i like kind of we kind of like infiltrated the nike um the nike like headquarters in london in it yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there went there with a pitch like a, in a usb right? right 
So we went on link, was it? I think it was LinkedIn, and we searched up at someone's name that worked inside it. Right. right. But we just didn't know where this building was. Mm-hmm. Then we found out where the building was in, in, in I can't remember where it was in London, but somewhere like maybe Soho or whatever. We found out where the Nike corporate thing is. Right. We saw somebody come out with their badge on. So we was like, wait, hold up a second. That, that has to be the office. So we went in there one day and was like, hey, can we speak to so-and-so, the person we, that we saw from LinkedIn? Right. And just sit upstairs. And that day we happened to have a laptop with us and everything. We just went inside and was like, hey, we need like 50 pairs of Air Forces. They said, why? They were like confused. Like, who are you? Who are these two little kids? Right, 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 <laughs> right. It's crazy. And then explain to them why I showed them the pitch in like five minutes. They were like, I bet we'll send it to you. And then next thing you know, like two days later, we got 50 pairs of shoes back to my house. Yo, bro, like you said, what pitch? Like, what are you saying? Hold on. Yeah, like, we, we gotta, we gotta attack this. There, like, everything was just so organic. We went in there, like, like we're gonna get this, but we just didn't know if we was gonna get it. We we're just like, we'll try it. We, we get a no, yeah. we get a no. You see, bro, I think and there's something to be said for that, right? Sometimes some people don't think that I don't know that people things can't align for you in that way, but it's like sometimes you just gotta be prepared for the moments, right? right. Like. Y'all was on some LinkedIn trying to find a plug, and then y'all yeah, at the situation like, yo, I don't know if this person is this person or not, but like, let's make our intentions voiced. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. sometimes people, I don't want to like some, you know, everybody's hurdles and everybody's past is different, but like that was just a matter of like voicing what it is that you wanted, and then somebody actually willing to hear you guys out, and Literally. that's probably something that you like, I guess, planning. Like, yeah, I don't know who is gonna hear y'all out, but it's like, yo, bro, we really have it. We're not freestyling. Like we actually yeah. have a plan. Yeah, and I think that a, there's a yeah, like goes there's a long like I, like having a plan really goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? Something to be said for that for sure. Um, I done an event in my state, uh, where I grew up, and then um, it was cool, but there was no crime, which was like surprising in it. There was no crime. I had a bag of like kids from like different boroughs come down. I had a, like, a football tournament going on, um, because I care about youth and I care about youth, like poverty, like 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 disadvantaged kids and stuff like that. Because I come from the same like right. background, so I, I identify those kids differently, you know. So um, yeah, we did that, and then um, I, I made a shoe like a week later before I, I flew back to America, and then boom, Virgil liked it, DM me. I was like, oh, this is real. Oh and yeah, that's, okay. That's when that's when I was like, damn, like if he saw that. Maybe I can do this. And if that's when it was, that's what just gave me that little bit of hope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, bro, like, my man likes my stuff. That's, that's mad. You know, like, <laughs> so, so was it like around this time or was that moment that kind of sparked like, come, like, I've been killing it with these Air Forces and, you know, been really like putting my vision on these silhouettes. But is it maybe time for me to have something of my own? Like, maybe is it something that I could build? Is there something that I could put into the market? Was a moment like that, that's something that made you think like that? Or no, that came kind of maybe further down the line. You were still thinking of customizing pieces and still yeah. going that route. Or was it like, were you at that moment where you're like, you know what? Like, maybe it's time I, I, I started thinking about my brain, baby. Or like what I want to put into the world. You, you know you know what it is? I've always, I, I've always had this connection, yeah, with like, with people, wouldn't it? Like even the people that follow me right now across like all my social media platforms and that like i've actually got a genuine connection with them in it like they don't just buy my stuff because oh they just buy it they buy it because like the, the story that comes with it the emotions that's attached to it they don't they're not just buying a product in it like when they buy my hats right now or my t-shirts or my sweaters they're not just buying that they're buying a story in it so it's like right. 
when that happened with the with Virgil liking it and that gave me a little bit of hope, I think what initially sparked it, I always wanted to create like custom pieces for people. Everything I did it was always just one of I want to make this person feel special in this certain way. And right. when I used to do customs for shoes for people, like somebody would come to me with an idea and I used to make it for them and it would be unique to them. And I used to that used to make me feel good because I'm like, oh like, he's never gonna forget that. Like there's a pair right. of shoes that I did for somebody and they reached out to me the other day and they were like, yo, you know, I still got these pair of shoes and, I'm, and they, they keep it in like this like container. And I'm like, bro, that's mad. Like they've actually got a genuine right. connection to it. They're not just buying a product, putting it on their head or like putting it on their feet and they're just throwing it away. I want you to like hold it onto it. Innit? It's like, a piece in their home. It's collectible. Yeah, it's it's something they don't home. even want to wear. Like that's yeah. lit. So that happened. And then I was in a, I was in art class one time in my in college. I'm in, in, in university. And then, um, I got a message from um, SneakerCon on Instagram. And back then, that was, I was just like, what, SneakerCon, what? Like, they messaged me on Instagram. Um, they're like, hey, like, we'll fly you out to um, Fort Lauderdale. Do you want to come out here and dip thy shoes? I was like, wow, this is mad. Like, this is going way too fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the middle of uni. I told my teacher, I showed her the message. She's like, you can leave class right now. I said, yeah, say that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's I was like, how you leaving? How you leaving? Like, yeah. She knew what time it was. Yeah, she just, and honestly, like, she was cool. Like, um, she was cool, man. Um, she just told me to leave, innit? And um, she was the first person that told me, like, when I went to art, she was like, yeah, you know, you can sketch, like. And I was like, I can't really sketch. What are you talking about? She's like, no, like, you've got a steady hand, like. And I'm like, oh, maybe I do, like. And I just kept trying it. And I think growing up, I think that's probably what, like, a lot of people, that come from the background that I come from. They miss that. They miss that little like um we don't get that little push that we need. There's there's certain things somebody seeing something yeah in you and it's like because imagine that you don't see it yourself. Yeah imagine when I got that when I was like 13 or 14 or 12. Like I, I look at right. back at now and I'm like I wish I was doing what I'm doing right now when I was like 12. Like uh, exactly because you would have had like, a you would you would be further yeah, along man. but yeah i mean you know the journey happens how it's supposed to happen i feel like exactly. but you know one thing that i even like i, I juxtapose that with too and i like it's beautiful is like i like i look at like sports for instance right and i look at like a lot of these young kids i'm like yo it's really dope to have a setting where people are pushing you towards what you naturally inclined to do because like mm -hmm. sometimes people will support you but like it's like we'll try to maybe push your interests towards other ways or like not trying to cultivate something where it's like yo you can just really grow up in it but to your point like there's a reason for everything you wouldn't be where you at currently type shit, yeah so fashion and especially you know in, in that streetwear kind of um sector of fashion it's such a hard thing to it's such a, a hard space to have success in you know what i'm saying so many people start uh you know clothing clothing lines or, or streetwear brands and all these kinds of you know what i'm saying things but they don't you know find success what what do you think was it about you and your brand that has been able to help you find success um i feel like the brand is unique in it um i touch like i mean it's like i don't have a I would say I have a specific age group that I touch, um, which is like the youth and stuff. But um, I just feel like people are just, like, even when I do pop-up shops, people walk past, they're like, oh, oh, Porter made it. And they're like, okay, like, let me see what this is about. They come in right. and like my pop-up shop, I had like this bio on this wall, right? So we had this wall and we had like a bio about the brand and stuff like that. And when they read it, people were just like reading it, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna buy this. This is crazy, this is dope. 
right. just connects to it in a different way. I can't I can't even explain it. I can't right. explain why they connect to it like that, but they are, man. You know what it is? It's not even I think. I know what this is now. Yeah. It's because, and I hate I hate like feeling like I'm a motivational speaker or anything like that. <laughs> nah, man. Sometimes you gotta get. Yeah, it I like, hate it. Like I really sometimes do. Sometimes your words it. touch Let's people in that way. You know. You know what it is? I tell people every day, right? You've got a choice, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, that's where my quote, like, life can't limit you come from, isn't it? Like, my brand ethos, isn't it? Like, life can never, like, really limit you. Like, these boxes that we get put in, bro, like, there's always a way of how to, like, look out of that box, bro. Like, every bad situation I've, that I've lived so far in America, the last three years of me living here, I start to look at things differently now. When when bad things happen, I look at things like, damn, okay, what's this teaching me? What's it preparing me for? And I try to find a solution straight away. When I was younger, instead of trying to find a solution, I would moan and soap and then like, I'll just forget about it and I'll just give up. And, and like, it just takes you one time just to be like, you know what? F this, like, I'm not going to do this no more. And then it's like, you just won't do it no more. So I feel like that the motivational part from it definitely makes people buy into like what I sell and stuff like that. And that quote, life can't limit you. It's like when I've done it, man, man I've got people, they've got it tattooed on their skin. That's how I right. That's yeah, yeah. That that's something like, when I was kind of like digging into you, you know what I'm saying, your work and everything like that. Yeah. That's something I would see people saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People really I think people really resonate with that, you know, but yeah. it's it's so true. You know what I'm saying? Um it can't like life can't limit you. Literally what you're saying now about how um you know what i'm saying people kind of put you in this box and stuff like that i feel like um i've always felt like that you know yeah yo you're I've absolutely always, right i'm a kid and, i've always yeah, felt like I'm a target on my back always i feel you know what's funny the first day i went into school right um i had a teacher come up to me and he said my surname and he was like you're one of them aren't you and i was like <laughs> what and he's like yeah you're one of them. And I was like, yeah. And then the, another teacher was like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, like, like, oh my gosh, like another one. I can't believe this. Cause obviously my brothers went to the same school as me. And then from, and I think from that day, my, my whole perspective on things, a lot of it changed, man. Cause I'm like, damn, like I'm, I was like 11 years old. Like, what did I do? I didn't do that in. Like, right, right. My first day in school, me, you don't even me. know nothing about yeah, me. Yeah, you don't even know nothing about me. Like, you know? Right. And it's like, I felt like that little chip on my shoulder probably, you know, has like, I guess, helped me grow this brand, really, man. It's that little chip on my shoulder that I've, I've always felt like that. Always. That's real, that's real shit. Like, now I, I kind of want to even get to the, I guess, the business of it all and how you've right. kind of like done the outreach. Like, I see you've done pop-ups in a lot of like different locales for the shit. How do you go about choosing where you want to have the locale is that like where a majority of the sales might be coming from or where you feel like there's a lot of uh i guess outreach in terms of like the awareness of the brand like how do you i know you've had one in new york and i if i'm not mistaken like you've had one as well in austin yeah yeah i did one in austin okay, right um, and um, in austin. i've done like I've, I've done like a lot of like conventions as well like a lot of sneak con conventions like all like all over so like me and my business partner jihad like we'll sit down and then we'll just talk like, okay, like let's go here or let's go there. But there's always a reason why we're going there, isn't it? Like, um, um, like even like us like going to Chicago, we went to Chicago SneakerCon, um, and then we ended up in Old Block. Like even that, like people were like, wait, what the hell? What are you doing in Old Block? I was like, yeah. <laughs> right. 
like we just got a, i guess like me and a few people they just got a certain connection and we just built that link and then yeah man yeah it's just it's been history since then how do you go about or what is it about i guess your social campaigns or like how are you able to boost the awareness of you know i see your product getting into the hand of like some prominent people or is this mm-hmm. even a surprise to you like it's are you kind of just like damn like i don't it's- know myself i'm not sending it out to them so like how would you say you go about uh pushing your brand through social media campaign or what could you say to upcoming brands that, that are trying to boost their own brand awareness what would you tell them like in terms of how they should be moving I'm gonna tell every brand this, right? And I'll tell any kid. I tell any kid this. No matter who you think is like, oh, they've got, you think they've got it together. Everybody's still trying to figure it out. Yeah, right. I'm still trying to figure it out. I am not perfect. There's a lot of mistakes that I've made. My team, like we've all made a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of money that I've spent that I didn't have to spend on certain things. But these these are all things that come with what you do in it. These lessons and stuff right. like that. Um, I would tell something that's coming up, like. Um, you gotta be patient, man. That patience is what's gonna patience and consistent, though. You gotta be consistent. Right. Consistency is hard though, because once you lose consistency, it's like, oh, you've you lost your little your, your little mojo on like um, yep, and then you gotta build it back up again, and now it's like a different run. It's it's yeah, kind of different, different. it has a different face to it. Build that back up again. And that's the problem that we had facing as well at times. Like there'll be a time where it's like, okay, we don't we're not posting for like a month, and it's like, okay, you know what? But that comes into like planning now you got to plan out things differently because i saw a tweet on twitter the other day and it said it's easy to make a brand but it's extremely hard to turn into a business and that is so true turning your brand into a business is a completely different thing anybody can start a brand but when you want to transition that and turn it into actual business and like start to actually look at it as actual business i never wanted to look at like my brand as a business i just wanted to do whatever i wanted to do but it only takes you so far and if you want to go further you got to like strategize certain things you know like even like me meeting um, me meeting Jazzeray on um on on Twitter Spaces like yeah shout out Jazz the plug yeah, right Jazz, there yeah. like even like me knowing her for a short period of time um I sent her something to to to, to read over she sent me back something and the amount of things she was pointing out like you made a mistake not technically you made a mistake but it's like you do this better do that better I'm looking at her email thinking oh my gosh I did not know it all and that's right. what it, that's when you really start to realize like whoa like yeah you don't know it all bro you know what i'm saying so definitely be patient and just humble man just you know just humble and just be receptive to it no that's really dope i mean shit, bro like i see you've got one of your products on your hat like you trying like show the folks right now like this is a a custom um i I would take you into the um normally i would have like my actual trucker yeah 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 that's for sure Um, exactly now for sure um also like Hold so up. yep yeah so this is the last drop this is from the last drop that you just had yeah right? this this, yeah. this color was gone like in in, in seconds and man. it's crazy i'm about to say them joys be selling out crazy no quick bro yeah they, this was so this was, what do you like, what what has been what has been like do you have a marketing strategy like i know you said when you when you you know it's, it's difficult to take you know a brand and turn it into a business yeah. what were the first couple of things that you had to get an order for yourself or had to focus on in order to do that like what was that transition like for you and your team uh in, in real time um oh man 
I'll tell you what, yeah. I know there's so many things, but you can it give us so like much. one or maybe two, just like because I know there's so much shit. I'll tell you what, yeah. One of the biggest things is I'm not a um I used to be like a, a crazy social media person, like come online, post this, post that. But the more I'm growing, the more I'm growing. I less want to be like in front of the camera, even though I have to. And I want to be, I kind of want to be behind the scenes, but I built my brand around me. So we're still trying to figure <laughs> right, out. Right, how to, like Porter made yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, where's, where's Porter? Porter? Where's Porter? Who made it? Now it's that. I want to try to like come off the camera a little bit more and just chill. I've just been more just like relaxed now. But um, man, you got, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it just, it just, it just spun my head just now. Damn it. <laughs> it was just on my mind just now. Yeah, even when you're having a bad day, this is it. When you're having a bad day and you still have to come on social media and post, that is the most hurtful thing, I swear. It's like, it's about the consistencies. It's like, no matter what's going on in your personal life, you've got a reach to, you've got an audience and you've got people that, you know, are interested in what you're doing and what you're selling and stuff. You still come online and post. And sometimes that can be frustrating because sometimes I don't even want to pick up my phone and post anything. But it's like, you kind of have to do it. It's like it's your business. You have to do that, you know. Really that can be hard though, because sometimes I just want to be just ghost. Like I just want to ghost for a little. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. So like now, like how often would you say in between drops you let go by? Like when's the next drop? Or like is it stealth? Like there really be no dates. You gotta stay yeah. cool to the socials. Like how do you yeah. go about that? I I do a lot of engagements through like through like the story and stuff. Um, so we do like a lot of engagement and, and there's a lot of stuff we're working on right now, you know, like planning out certain things. Um, we're working out like a few deals with like, a, you know, a corporation, a hat corporation, a little thing. Something small. Okay. Um, yeah. To try to like make these things like flow better. But, um, it's, it's really like through interaction, really. We just post and we just be like, it's online and then boom, like, you know, okay. so well, just we're gonna make it. Says you gotta stay. You gotta stay in tune with us, basically. Yeah, yeah, you gotta stay in tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, we post. You know, we post. We post stories, notifications, um, SMSs. You know, and um, we used to do drops every single week, but then there was a problem of us like getting in like a certain amount of hats in and in time. So we had to slow down on doing that because we're like, okay, wait, hold up a second. We can't just put out like just one hat every single week. You know, and that was like for the customs, for instance. Right. right the truckers were different because once we put them online it wasn't like the fits where it sold out in a second but it will take a few days for it to sell out people were just right. buying them buying them buying them right right because it wasn't like a limited boom 100 it's like now we exactly. got stock like boom, yeah we got, we got the stock right. you know like right. we had like a hundred of these and this was gone you know like that so it's like you know but um it will all come together due time in Oh, that's tough. That's tough, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Shit, like you got any um any pop-ups or any drops like kinda, real quick, real yeah, quick. Because yeah, yeah. I don't want to veer too far away from something that you said that I wanted to kind of touch on. Um yeah. you you know, you talked about kind of balancing, you know, your real life and uh you know, building this brand, running this business. And right. that's literally something that I've been thinking about, like personally, just you know, the balance between uh living life and doing what you do but when you love what you do it's kind of intertwined you know what i'm saying so i i just want to get your two cents on do you do you feel like you have a struggle with work-life balance or do you feel like um you got like you're you're living life and 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 taking care of business in the way that you want to be 
do you like what's your thoughts when you think about you know how you balance your work life and the things that you got to do and your personal life and just like shit you, you got to do for yourself that's that's a good question um because it, it's, it's like i've got a unique thing going on because it's like my brand's based around me have to be very active have to be very involved. it's almost like it, it's it's following your life yeah it's following me so it's like when i wake up every decision i make can right. affect what i'm what i'm doing you know what i'm saying so it's not like it's separate from actual me it's actually me it's intertwined you can't turn yes. it off you always work you all you always on the clock <laughs> yeah i'm technically always on the clock so it's like sometimes yeah like i mean like i don't do much you know i don't party too like, i don't party i don't smoke i don't drink only on like i only party on like certain events but i'm a, I'm a homebody i'm a homebody i'll be chilling you know what i'm saying and you, and, you, and you love this shit. not to even yeah, make it like it's like too, a burden yeah. like you you yeah. like i fuck with it yeah that's why that's why i was asking because you know i i'm the same way i know you're the same way right. with what you do like right. we all like there's this kind of sense about what we do is what we would be doing even if we weren't being paid that yeah. there is no feeling of there's no work-life balance right but I've had conversations with people in my personal life that they maybe don't love what they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So every everything that is not like, you know, chilling and watching TV is work. You know what I'm saying? So I, I kind of encounter that question a lot or those those com those conversations. Of, well, when do you make time to do what you want to do? It's like I'm doing what I want to do at all times. You know what I'm saying? It's just right. sometimes, you know, it's it's quote unquote work related. So I was just wondering, I guess how you look at that because your your shit literally does follow you know your lifestyle you know it's it's, it's for all intents and purposes a lifestyle brand so i was wondering just if there's any kind of um connection or disconnection between like your real life and you know maybe the life that the people who follow you on social media sees you know yeah um that's a good question man that work-life balance it gets it gets tricky, man. Um, I mean, I, I guess what people on social media don't see, they don't they don't actually see a lot. There's a lot that I do that they actually don't see. Um, for instance, I posted my my voice the other day, right? I made a video on uh, my Instagram, and I was like, "Hey, like everybody that's following me, like I appreciate you." Da 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 da, da right? And then um, I had so many messages. People were like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know he was British." <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, I was like, yeah, that's funny as hell. Like, they're like, yo, you I didn't, didn't know say you that. Crazy. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm straight out of London, bro. They just see you smiling in the nigga took over shit. New York, so it's like, what? You're not even from here? I'm like, nah, I'm from London, bro. They're like, oh my gosh, like, you're British, innit? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, how do I, it, it, Yeah, there's a lot of stuff they don't know, man. Um, yeah. But they're starting to know right now. But God in the work-life balance, though, man. You gotta, you gotta be able to get sleep, though, man. Sometimes I find it hard to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like I'm always mm -hmm. just in my head. I'm working. I'm working. I just always know there's something better I could be doing. Like my friends get onto me sometimes because it's like I'll be talking to them. Like for instance, one of my friends, Mo, I'll be talking to her, and then like she'll tell me, she'll be like, "Get out of your head! Like you're always talking about design and you're always talking about this." But but she also understands it because this is what I do every single. She and she gets me in it. Like you know what I'm saying, like. Or any of my other friends, like they all get me in it. But right. you know, I'm just crazy, man. I'm just crazy about what I love in it. I'm, I'm mad passionate about what I love. 
that's what it is. That's what it is. Like it's always on your brain. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Always. I resonate with that for and sure. Have people around you that resonate that that understand that about you too. That's a blessing in itself because you know yeah, sometimes that'd be hard to understand when people are not in that same space. They're yeah. like, "Yo, what? How can you do that? Like, you gonna stay up the whole night and do that? Like, yeah. again, because some people just don't love what they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So some people they you know their their work life is literally something that ends when the clock. You know, if it's five o'clock that they get off, they're not thinking about work no more. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's just the reality of, you know, the world that we live in. Some people got to work and everybody's not fortunate enough to be able to even identify what it is that they love to do. You know what I'm saying? Like some people don't even like sit and think about what it is that they love to do and what they can, you know, maybe turn into a career or something like that. Some people just, you know take a job because it's well-paying, take a job because that's what their education is in, whatever the case may be. So I I often think about how lucky people like us are that we get to do the thing that we are passionate about and it, you know, affords us the ability to maintain a living and a lifestyle, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, for sure. That's really crazy. Well, but I, I do word. want, I do want to ask you too, though. So be that as it may, you know what I'm saying? When you go from, you know, doing pop-ups here and there to now, you know, this is like literally what you do. What what kind of, um, you know, what, what changes in the process were there? You know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about consistency, but I feel like when you reach new heights and new, and new you know, platitudes, something has, it, it requires a little bit more out of you. You know what I mean? So did you experience that or, or has it just kind of been just same process as normal from, you know, the beginning to now? Or do you feel like, um, you know, whether you had to sacrifice more, whether you had to, whatever it is, you know, do you feel like um, you, ha- you kind of had to rise to any particular occasion or it's just kind of been the same you're just putting in the same amount of work and yeah, it's just been growing these shipping requests where right? i gotta ship up yeah, i mean all, all kinds of shit you're reaching you're reaching new heights closes. you know like the shipping thing the shipping thing like even for the truckers the truckers that i, that I last did like even that alone like um i had i had someone working with me and that was like a whole day like in the garage packaging up boxes that was mad like and i was just like damn like I might the garage might not work no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I might have to go get like an office now. But it's scary. Don't get me wrong. It's scary when you think about stuff like that because you're like, damn, like, I'm not even ready for an office yet. Like, is it no more a garage thing? Like these things can't fit in my garage no more. Like you have to go get this big office. Like it's scary, but you got to do these things to you know. Like if it's not scary, then it's like it's meant to be scary. I point that way. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You're meant to be nervous. Yeah. Isn't it? You're meant to be nervous. You're meant to be like, you know, oh my gosh, like new new levels, new heights and stuff. But um, yeah, man, you got a the, 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 the shift, the shift that you've got to do. You got to make a lot of changes. I think for me, that transition for me was more like being focused, man, focused and like being more like of a planner. Mm-hmm. You know, and instead of thinking, instead of doing things like irrationally, planning out things, bro. You know, right, planning right. things with manufacturing. And what makes it worse is when you're when you're working on everybody else's timing, you have to respect how what everybody else is doing and stuff. You know, yeah, that's yeah, what's a pain in the ass because it's like when you keep growing, 
and you, you're working with more manufacturers or whatever the case may be now you have to like you know wait on their timing and then if something comes back wrong and then you have to send it back so it's a lot it's a lot but yeah i get on with it we get on with it now nah, that's a big fact like the more you grow the more people you're going to end up working with you know what i'm right. saying it's less about because you know you can control your grind you can control your dedication you can control the hours you put in but you know and i think you even said earlier like you know when you want to when you want to go farther you do got to turn it into a business and you know business literally means that it's bigger than just you it's a system built around right. other people's contributions and shit like that and it kind of so, evolves from like from your passion something that you actually enjoy and i was like for this to actually be successful there has to be other facets of the actual yeah. business that maybe you don't enjoy i'm about to say and you also got to communicate not, it you exactly, got to communicate right. your you know your vision your thoughts like so, your shit where you don't really have to communicate it to yourself you feel it you know what i'm saying so you know oh i want to do this and you know why you want to do it without actually having to, having to explain it to yourself yes yeah. you know once you grow a team and once you have other people that you're working with you got to explain the importance of why it's got to be done by this time why it's got to look like you know what i'm saying you got to just yeah. explain more to be able to we was talking about me, me and my, me and my, my business partner jihad we, jihad we was talking about it this morning um certain things was going wrong with like the show that we're trying to plan in february and um that came down to due like the um certain manufacturers producing certain stuff like some of the stuff that we want to produce it takes like a month and a half to produce it you yeah. know and that's either one piece or that's like two or that's like 300 pieces right, right. That's a tight window. yeah it's gonna take a month and a half so with that being said we're like okay like we didn't know that like they didn't tell us that but then again these are questions that we need to be asking you know mm -hmm. we need to be asking look and this can be made because it's like not everything can be made on your on your timing you know what i'm saying yeah. um and that's one of the things we're learning we're going through right now transitioning but um yeah, we're just gonna have to just make changes to the date and still plan the show and then just go on from there. Yeah. Definitely trying to spin the block and see if there's any clues as to if any next drops or any next pop-ups. <laughs> yeah, see. Um, what can what can you give us? What can you what can you share with us? What, what, what we're most probably gonna do like I know like a lot of people have been messaging us for like um our custom like fitteds right now. So we might drop a few of them, like maybe like do like them like every single week again go back to oh back okay to like that. a little baby restock yeah yeah yeah. like keep going okay, back to okay. that until like until okay. things heat up a little bit and then once, once things heat up they move quick you might as well like yeah yeah, might as well. yeah. okay that's dope and what about any pop-ups do you have any like anything coming up or so we was planning we was planning a pop-up for um for the end of february um it's on hold at the moment we don't know yet um we're gonna find okay. out more information today on a little bit of things from like our manufacturers and stuff but it's pretty much yeah it comes down to that really um before we like put anything out there and start promoting it because i i would hate to promote something on right, social media right. and, and then have to change the name yeah i'd rather yeah. just not post anything yeah. and then you know once it's solidified we definitely yeah, wait solidified. yeah 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 and that's so, why it's important you know what i'm saying people that are watching that's why you gotta follow porter made it you know what i'm saying it's porter yeah. made it and then porter made it co as well right yeah for sure yeah 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 definitely you gotta and then also too like you know what i'm saying let people know where they can follow you know what i'm saying like that's that's usually yeah. your part you know what i'm saying well, well, that to, y'all to you know what i'm saying let people know the best places to keep in touch best places to you know cop everything uh everything like that just let us know so yeah porter made it on um, all social media platforms and um, that's twitter instagram um TikTok, um Facebook as well. Um you can find us there. Um 
send us a DM on Instagram if you got any questions. Send us an email, info at portmadeit.com about certain things, man. If you got questions about drops or like, you know, you just got questions inquiring about the brand or anything, definitely reach out to me. Um, definitely give me a follow on Twitter as well. Trying to grow the Twitter and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely do that, man. Big facts. Porter, hey, bro, man, we appreciate you. Appreciate you, you Brody. No, I appreciate you guys, man. Appreciate you coming Those through, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Sharing your story and then also like your, your process and everything right. like that, man. We really we appreciate it. Next that. time we might have to spend the block on you. We, we, we might no doubt. Yeah, yeah, you might have to. Yeah, we can set up. Yeah, oh, that would yeah, be yeah. that would be popping. Yeah, bro. we can Step link over there. Exactly. Yeah, nah, we can set up. We can definitely, definitely set up for sure. All right, man. Appreciate you, bro. You guys stay safe, man. I really appreciate you guys. All right, man. Thank you. All right, peace you. Yeah. Uh, so for sure. Um, what else we got? Yeah, appreciate Porter uh, sliding through, rapping with us. Um, this weekend, we got anything planned upon taking it? Uh, watching sports, bending some uh, bread. You know, parlay, you know what I'm saying? Man, gotta get yeah, making gotta some bread. Back. I need to smack something this week. Yeah, man. I need to get some shit um, back for sure. Yeah, I need to get my licks sure, back. Sure. Uh, last Sunday I, I hit a good joint. Um, I think it was Buccaneer, and it was a sweater too. Like it was okay, a sweater, yeah, bro. It was, uh, it was uh, it was uh, it was Buccaneers. Did you watch the Buccaneers game last nah, week? I did it, man. Um, they it. were not. Nah, yeah, luckily they, the NFC South some shit. Yeah, yeah, they were. They yeah, were they looking the like they were, man, bro. We gotta watch out. They were looking like they were about to lose out. to the Panthers. I had them beating the Panthers. I needed their money line. They were down uh, like fourteen early. Sam, they had Sam, Sam Darnold looking like a fucking monster, bro. Yeah, this nigga yeah. threw three touchdowns in that game, two like in the first quarter, bro. Like it was crazy. Um, then, but then they came back. Mike Evans had three touchdowns uh, from Tom Damn. Brady. Came yeah. back, won that joint. Okay. Um, so that that one, like, I left the crib thinking that I lost it. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah, like, yeah, these yeah. niggas, are, these niggas are nuts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then I think my sister texted me like. Mike Evans just scored another touchdown. I was like, oh, if they scored another yeah. touchdown, they might be in it. Right, I, right. When I left, he had scored two already. Because when you even it out towards the end of the game, now it's like, who do you think is a better team? Yeah, yeah. And that, that's what it boils down to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Vikings, I had their money line. Uh, who else did I have? No, wait, not, not Vikings. Vikings, they lost. Um, speaking of their loss, though, like Aaron Rodgers, it's so crazy yeah, it, with it's, him, it's bro. Or, I mean, you know, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was as I was looking into that game, I was like, it wasn't even it was Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, like special team scored a touchdown. Defense scored a touchdown. Yeah. You know what I'm Can saying? I seen him compared with golf going into this week. It's yeah, golf going down. Golf is going down. Yeah, so um, I haven't looked into the NFL slate yet. Uh, and that's what we're going to start doing. Like, usually we'll look into the slate and then, you know what I'm saying, kind of speak about what we like going into the weekend um but i haven't looked into the slate but uh yeah last week i hit a parlay so this week i need to do it again yeah, you know what i'm saying every time you hit one it's like i just need to apply what i did this right, time right, that time right, it just right, never works right, out that right, way exactly. <laughs> you know what i'm saying because you always think you know what's gonna happen and then you know what i'm saying life fucking you know what i'm saying the games play out Niggas don't do what they're the supposed book. to do. Yeah, I be thinking I cooked the books. Like, yeah. I don't think they were supposed to get Like, nobody out. saw this. I don't think they were supposed to get this out. <laughs> the and then somebody go out like, there and the drop fuck a fucking dud. Like, the yeah, facts. But, uh, yeah, that's really all I got. I'm trying to think of what I actually got. But that's really all I got planned this weekend. A little light weekend. Got some work to do. You know what I'm saying? Right, I right. do all of that in uh, amongst the editing right, and right. all that kind of other shit that I'm, I'm yeah, doing. That's about that. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, it's the same Editing, um, 
to uh you know maybe she might shoot something for myself mm-hmm. study yeah that's pretty much what the weekend looking yeah, like yeah nah, sounds like a uh sounds like a productive one um i guess you know i'll just say everybody have a good weekend for you sure. know what i'm saying and we'll see you same time next week you know what i'm saying for early, early. early.